Welcome to the Kingdom Builders Podcast. I'm Kim. I'm Christine. And I'm Jason. And we will be your hosts today. We also have two other people joining us on this podcast, two fellow Kingdom Builders. We have Janine and we have Dorothy. Yes, welcome. Welcome, ladies. So we're really excited about this podcast, but we're also excited about our Kingdom Builders. And we have um, a couple new ones that we want to give a shout out to. <laughs> and so anyway, our new Kingdom Builders for this month are Nidia, Joshua, and Helen. So welcome. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. Isn't that how you say it? No. How does it go? <laughs> Velkomen. Velkomen. I always say Velkomen. I know you do. We're, we're super grateful for our kingdom builders, those who are partnering in this ministry with us. And so to find out more about how to partner with this ministry, go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash kingdom builders. And we have a tier system, T-I-E-R. I'm just going to have to spell everything today. <laughs> a tier system. We don't cry about it. We and just... so we, right. <laughs> we have uh, three tiers that you can join and support the ministry. And any tier will get you onto the podcast. And then the highest tier, which is at $100 a month, gets you what, Chris? The awesomeness of meeting with Kim and me to engage or have questions or anything like that. Private or appointment. Chat private appointment once a month and also within all that you get awesome resources like um, we have videos we also have any of our conferences that we do you get live stream tickets yes and all of the past ones and future ones that's pretty awesome right all of the resources is just wonderful so we do have one past refresh conference that happened in 2019 and so you can have access to those videos and those sessions the main sessions and then we have another refresh conference coming up and so if you're a patron on the $100 per month tier you get uh, even access even on the $50 even on the $50 you get access to the live stream of the conference mm-hmm it's so, awesome. And yeah. so if you want to check out the Refresh Conference that's coming up April 17th through 19th, go to refresh.thesourcewichita.com and you can check out all of the details, get your tickets and get excited. It's going to be wonderful. <laughs> I'm so excited because we have people flying in from everywhere. In fact, I know Janine is coming. I don't know if Dorothy's coming, but I'm hoping so. That would I don't be know. Awesome. I think she's going to Israel, so she might be saving her money. But anyway, I am excited that she'll at least be there through live streaming, probably because she has a free ticket. Yes. So lots of fun stuff going on. Okay, great. Nice. So we're going to start off with a little Q and A session, and yes. I believe that Dati, Dati has a question <laughs> for us tonight. So take it away. What's your question? Well, actually, it's um, it's regarding what Dr. Sarah had brought up today and sent me a link to about quantum releasing. And I was wanting to ask Christine that. And if this is not the type of uh, venue to do that, then we can talk about that later. So, Okay, so what are what's your question? <laughs> are you familiar with what she does? 
Uh, yes, I am, but only somewhat. So basically, she called okay. me up one day. Dr. Sarah is a person who we're connected with in the ministry and as a friend, and she's a natural doctor and does all sorts of awesome stuff. She has a, a company called Jernigan Nutraceuticals that um, is like natural remedies and stuff that they do, all the farming and it's amazing. Harvesting, Harvesting everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but she uh, also engages in heaven, and so that's how we actually got connected was through um, ministry. So she called me up one day, and we were talking about ministry stuff, and she started talking to me about that and about um, really rearranging uh, molecular structures on the quantum level to get rid of disease and also, I mean, you can do all sorts of things through that, but I assume that's what you're talking about, right? Yes. I just listened to the two-hour podcast of Natalie, whatever her last name is, and it was amazing that her son got bit by a, a copperhead, a baby copperhead, mm. and the babies are worse because they don't stop and just put a little bit of venom. They just mm. release it all, mm-hmm. and her son was, I don't know, young. And he felt it traveling up the arm as he ran in. Mom, I got bit by the baby snake. And she said, all right, let's do this. And so she just said, you know, okay, body, would you cast it out? She just spoke to his body. And, of course, you have to have his permission to be able to speak to it. You can't just do it pell-mell, she said. And it went away. And he felt it going up. She started, you know, freaking out. But then they didn't end up having to go to the hospital. And the only other story that she actually really told about was – um, a baby that was being adopted immediately after birth. The lady went there to adopt him from this, um, a, oh, shoot up, heroin addict. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he's filled with heroin. You know, and so the, the baby is really, you know, they, they bring their arms up like this. Um, and she said, the doctors think it's mus- muscular, but it's actually lymphatic. It's all the stuff is in there. And she felt the baby. She, she was talking to the mom who was holding the baby at home. I don't know how long he'd been at home and spoke to him. And, you know, we just was just they basically telling the body to cast out, you know, the heroin on the molecular level and whatever she said about it. And she said the mom said within a minute, the arms started opening up. And he started smiling, and he's never had a problem, didn't have the shakes or detox issues. And <clears throat> it just reminded me of stuff, kind of what y'all do, mm-hmm. but it's in a, like, there was, there's a lot of stuff that deals with anxiety, and you can try to cast down anxiety, but if you're also bringing in the aluminum from your toothpaste or different things, then it's going to be hard to stay out. Um, and so, anyway, it was very interesting, because it kind of, like, Y'all are quantum. <laughs> I, Christine, the first time I spoke to you about this was after my accident, and she hooked you up with me, um, told me to give give you a call about the zeal stuff. And then I heard about what you were doing, and that's how I got in touch with this. She hadn't told me about that, but you told me about quantum and how you love quantum physics. I'm like, well, I like quantum leap. <laughs> I used to watch that when was I was a, a kid. It was a show for sure. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know what? Um, The interesting thing is that she was telling me about now. No, this is just uh, I wasn't I haven't researched all of what you're talking about, um, but I'm just taking what Sarah was telling me. And she was telling me how it has to do with things that are artificially 
made. So it's not like a natural to creation or natural to our bodies. So this is about artificial things coming into our bodies and basically messing with the molecular structure. Mm. And so what we do is in the spirit, basically, we go in and we rearrange the molecular structure to take those artificial things out of the body. So you're basically detoxing um, the artificial things. And so, or the things that don't belong in your natural structure. So I suppose it could be something that's natural that is in the wrong place. There are viruses, but the woman made a sh- made sure, made a point. She says, the only spirit I believe in is the Holy Spirit. The only spirit that she has in her is Holy Spirit. But she said, this is not spiritual. It is it has nothing to do with the spirit. We're not welcoming spirits or casting out spirits or going through the spirit. She said, it's actually quantum, which I'm like, right. okay, over my head. So basically, so the one. way that we can... Okay, we can do these things bodily with, with frequencies, right? Okay, so this is... Uh, we can do healing sort of things naturally through frequency matching and through changing the frequency of things to rearrange things. We can do that. How I personally do it is I, I engage the spirit to then engage the body, if that makes sense. Okay. So that's how I do pretty much all healing. Um, I mean, besides taking remedies and things like that. When I um, go to heal somebody and I'm praying over them, the Lord will give me insight into what's going on. And then I will go and basically I will see things in the body and I will start to change things in the body. And so um, I don't know if that makes sense, but I change it by the spirit, not necessarily by the body. Sometimes it is if, if the Lord's leading me to touch them and release certain frequencies of the spirit. But see, the spirit carries a higher frequency. So it's like the spirit and the natural, you can't really separate. Um, it's people try to separate them completely all the time, but they're so connected. Um, when we engage the spirit, we are physically changing things. And so that's something that I think, You know how the scripture, we talk about all the time, but all of creation is longing for the manifest sons of God to appear. And it's because um, when sons start to manifest the spirit, it changes the creation. And so they're waiting for that because most of us aren't manifesting the spirit in order to change anything. We're just like, hey, I love you. That's it. And it's like, it's a good starting place for sure, but it's not the ending place. It's really coming into this partnership of these different parts of your being. So you're leading with your spirit. I know we talk about this all the time. You're leading with your spirit and engaging your body. And so then you're working these two things together. So in the spirit, you're engaging it, but in the body, you're working it out. That makes sense. And I think yeah. the one last thing, cause I just listened to it and I'm supposed to be talking to Dr. Sarah Monday night. The woman said that, um, she's not doing anything. She's actually, so what you're doing, you're actually casting it out of somebody else or dealing with it. Um, Christine, you are when you're praying for somebody, she is using, you know, is, detecting and trying to figure out what it is and asking, is there a problem? Do you have any toxins in it? And, you know, doing muscle testing type stuff and then saying, okay, body, will you do it? So she says, you are the one, your body is the one that's casting is that's getting rid of it at the molecular level to get it out of the body. And instead of um, her praying it away. So I think you still have to be, I don't know, 
frequency if that has to be spiritual if she's calling it not spiritual but i do like engaging the holy spirit to do it right you know um uh, I know that you know who Dr. Frank is, who I see, and he, I really like how he um, basically communicates with the body through natural means, but also is communicating with Holy Spirit at the same time. And so he's getting insight from the Spirit about what to ask, what to do with the body. And so to me, that's like the perfect mixture is really um, doing both. Really? And so okay. for me, that's... I do that too, just kind of on a backwards level. So I'm not as smart as him, so I'm not going to be able to do a lot of these things that he does. But um, when it comes to natural health, you know, I'm no doctor. Um, but at the same time, in the spirit, I understand things really well. And so in that way, I can engage the spirit to communicate with the body. So that's what is important is that you can't, well, it's not that you can't, but it's... Uh, it's kind of like all the time when you would see in the Bible, they would ask, do you want to be healed? <laughs> I mean, it's kind right. of an important question because um, if the body or the soul does not want to be healed, they won't be healed. And so it's, it's one of those things that you have to co-labor. Um, it's a co-laboring with the body and with the soul. And so... Um, through the spirit, you can do that. You can engage somebody's soul. You can engage somebody's body um, through the spirit, giving that communication ability. Because personally, um, my body will only naturally communicate with somebody. So you know how they say, oh, their chemistry is really good. Um, your bodies are communicating on a frequency level is what's really happening. And so they do communicate with each other, but um, we don't really understand the communication. And so that's the difficult part is that we can't control that communication. Through the spirit, you can kind of control the communication of the body. And so it's easier to communicate, hey, you need to get rid of these things. Ready, let's go. You know, that sort of thing. Anyway, to so me. So you do recommend Dr. Frank. I've never met him in person. Because I had a different guy when I was there a year and a half ago, mm -hmm. and I just spoke to him on the phone about eight months ago, so like in the early summer, and I was supposed to have a follow-up, but I haven't heard back or, or haven't called back. I didn't know he spoke, did anything in a spiritual level until I spoke with you. Yeah, ago, I've been so. really impressed with him. Um, okay. I couldn't recommend him more. I feel like I want to recommend him to like everyone. Thankfully, he does do stuff long distance, too. So Right really don't remember his website, but you can look him up on Facebook. And no, I have his phone number because I was supposed to call back and, and set up and call again because I, I did a long distance phone call. He called me out of the blue just because I was a previous patient. Cool. And, um, well, so for all the other people who are listening to the podcast, if you are interested in some sort of natural uh, quantum level healing stuff, then I would recommend going looking him up. Dr. Kyson Frank, he's at uh, How do you spell Kaisen? K-I-S-O-N. K-I-S-O-N Frank. And Dr. Kaisen Frank, D.C. So he's um, a doctor of chiropractic. He specializes in internal medicine and he does all this natural stuff. It's amazing. So anyway, you can go look him up. And he's at Arnold Kinesiology Center or group or something like that um, here in Wichita, Kansas. So anyway, um, I hope that's helpful. 
Um, all right. Any other questions? Janine, do you have anything for us? Jeez. We cut her off guard. We did. Oh, Janine, I think hey. you're muted. Oh, yes. There you are. Oh, okay. my gosh. I'm trying to type down. <laughs> I'm trying to type down the name of everything you guys just said because I'm like, oh, God, I need this so bad. I mean, I just got told you when I got on the phone tonight before you went live that I just got unplugged from a six-hour IV of probably drugs that aren't helping me. Yeah. I mean, they're keep, they think they're keeping me alive, but so I need to tap into all this that you guys are talking about. I'm like, okay, yay, it's from the Lord. From stuff. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So Five years. There you go. Look up. Doctor, then I want my I fingers to say that again. Get you fixed. want? Yeah, your fingers. <laughs> she is missing some fingers partially. Like, right? I, I don't remember. Like, to the first knuckle or something like that. I mean this on my right hand yeah right yeah yeah so we could look for regeneration in fact in my left hand your left hand my left hand is you know gone to the left which is really hard I don't have flat hands it's really rough so I want to get that back I do all I can in the natural with exercise but I need to tap into whatever you guys are talking about so I can get it and keep moving. Yeah. You and Dottie need to be friends. She has finger problems too. And so, yeah. Look, yes. <laughs> Dottie, where do you live? Vero Beach, Florida. Okay. Vero Beach, Florida. My brother lived there for years. Huh. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, my left hand is now, you know, that crooked, which, so I can't do anything flat i'm gonna maybe get a muscle cut in my hand which helps make your hand go a little bit more flat but it's got worse issues than that it stopped but now i'm just dealing with the damage so i got with keep these two things first the surgery try these two don't get it cut yeah. yet yeah yeah um. amen that's what i thought <laughs> i'm not going anywhere now i'm just dealing with this on the molecular level <laughs> yeah. And you know, I'm learning. <laughs> there's so much that we can engage with healing. Um, I just have to throw out some more things. Okay. Because these are things that I think are so important. Um, I think if you would just seek Yahweh about what, how should I go about healing? Because we can recommend all these certain ways, but the Lord is the one who will lead you to the mm-hmm. right place. And there are so many different things in engaging the heavenly realms that can bring healing. You can go to the body parts room to get new body parts. You can have angels come in and minister healing on you. There's, you know, oils, you can have anointing, all sorts of things, do bloodline cleansing. I mean, there are a thousand things that we can do, mm-hmm. but you need to be led by the Lord to do what you need. And so the important thing is really right. engaging Him to not go outside of, because I'll just tell you, I was I was trading on the world's trading floors for health for years and had no idea. I really thought even after I did all the medical route and everything, I thought, okay, I'm really going toward only natural. And so that is God's way. This is what I'm like thinking in my head, right? So I'm only doing what he wants me to do. 
And still, I was trading on the world's trading floors because I was still eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So I'm trying to figure out what works and what doesn't work. What are things that I should be doing? What's good and what's bad, right? And so what the Lord was showing me, actually, it was through meeting with Dr. Frank that I had my whole paradigm shifted. And it was like, wow, I had this, he didn't even know this. I should probably tell him, but (laughs) he didn't even know how much he affected me spiritually because of well first of all I was a, a I was a little I don't know if I was skeptic but when I went in everything was so different to me how he worked that I was like is this legit I don't know what's happening here and the lord just confirmed things to me by the end of my appointment with him that I just I learned so much about things where you know what is the cause of diabetes in the medical world. We're taught all sorts of things about this. And then I go and watch something like What the Health. I don't know if you've ever seen that, but it's a pretty good little show on Netflix. But anyway, I watch that. So then I have a different idea about what causes diabetes. And then I I listen to all of, I read all the keto stuff. And then I'm like, now that's different even yet. And so there are all these different things about what causes it. And what I was really shown in Dr. Meet with meeting with Dr. Frank was how really we're just dealing with these surface issues the whole time. Mm-hmm. Why is our body not processing that? You know, we have to go back to not how do we get these symptoms to go away, but what is it that is making our body not process that, right? And so that's something that I had never even really considered, which is weird because I think I'm always considering, you know, those things and not just the symptoms, but Mm -hmm. apparently I really wasn't. And I was dealing with certain things spiritually, but I wasn't dealing with a lot of other things. And so when we work on all of these things, we have to work on our soul. We have to work on our spirit and we have to work on our body and we have to do them together and we have to do it in the way that the Lord leads us. It can't just be okay, well, this is what I need to do first, and then this is what I need to do second. It has to be, God, what do I do? Like, what is it that is really the issue that you want me to deal with first? It's So, Kim, do you have a story about that? I do have a story about that. Um, just a little over a year ago, I was, okay, just real honest. I have had an autoimmune disease with my thyroid, And it was getting worse and worse and worse. And it doesn't matter. It didn't matter what the doctors did or what medication they put me on or what dosage, nothing changed. And so I had part of this with my thyroid is I gained a bunch of weight and I couldn't get it off and it was getting bad. And so I decided, oh, I'll do this diet, right? I'm going to, I'm going to jump on the keto train and I'm going to lose all this weight and it's going to be fabulous and all of this, right? <clears throat> and then there was one day, um, I think I was talking to Christine about it, and she goes, well, did you ask the Lord what you're supposed to be doing? I said, of course I didn't ask the Lord what I was supposed to be doing. <laughs> <laughs> I just started this thing because I want to just make results for myself. And so I took time. I mean, it was probably right after I talked to her, and I 
went to Yeshua and I said, what do I need to do for my health? And he laid out this whole plan um, with my diet and what to do in the spirit every day. Um, And he told me that it will take three years for my body to be completely restored, but it'll take a lifetime of following this regimen to keep it up. And I was like, wow, that is amazing. And so I started doing it and it was, again, just a little over a year ago. And it really has made such a huge difference. And so what it looks like, it kind of looks like I'm doing keto, but I'm not doing keto. I'm doing what the Lord has told me to do, um, which is a little different. It's just the closest thing to what the world recognizes. Right. But part of it is he has me go and I am supposed to go eat of the tree of life every day, you know, but that's part of the regimen that he has prescribed for me. And I am not going to prescribe this regimen to anyone else because I know that this was made for me. And I think the whole point of this is absolutely go and seek the Lord and get what it is that you're supposed to do to restore you to your created self. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think you, you miss some important pieces. I think mm-hmm. the, um, I mean, just the important pieces of your story, like the not eating the mushrooms, not eating the blue cheese. Oh. And then you're also seeing an endocrinologist and seeing results in the blood work. So True. talk about that because it's working. Okay, it's not well, just that you got I'll, it. And, okay. I'll go further back then. Yeah. Um, probably about four years ago, there came a point where I felt some conviction over eating blue cheese and mushrooms, which I thought was crazy because I'm like, why would the Lord tell me not to eat these things? And he just continued to tell me, don't eat them, don't eat them. And then I continued to eat them because I was stubborn and I liked them. And I thought it was like, there's no way that was God. Like he wouldn't do that. That's too specific. All of this. And then I started noticing when I would eat those things, my mouth would swell up and my throat would swell up and I would have this allergic reaction that would last for weeks whenever I did it. And so finally I had to come off of it and the Lord was like, do you see why you need to listen? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like he was, he was very strongly and in the only way that, he could communicate to me that I would hear him at that point. He was showing me you're not supposed to eat this. And then consequences happen. But, but then the other part of that is that you're allergic to penicillin. Yeah. And then you found out that there's in mushrooms, right? The same, the same strain of bacteria and mushrooms and blue cheese. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, he connected some things. I don't, I don't think that is the really, Um, amazing thing about it. I'll tell you what I do think is amazing is that at this point I've been able to reintroduce them and I have no adverse reactions to them, but I believe wholly that it is because he has put me on this regimen and told me what to do to restore my health. And so my, my body is coming back into alignment of how he created me to be and can now process these things. Yeah, you know, that's been one of the most just mind-blowing things to me in my journey with Dr. Frank, actually, mm-hmm. has been that 
there are these things that my body would test out to being allergic to or toxic to or or, um, whatever. And amazingly, what, okay, before what I would do is I'd be like, oh, can't do that. I'm allergic to trees, so too bad. I will never be able to smell this pine thing again. You know what I mean? (laughs) This is kind of how I looked at it. And what he does is he goes, okay, what do we need to do to make your body be able to process that? Right. Because what it needs to do is process it to then detox. Because what was happening, and this is what happens with every allergy or anything, is that stuff just gets stored in your system to where it overtakes your system and your body isn't processing it. And so anyway, this is just like a whole different way of thinking of things to me. And I've been amazed at how all of these things that I've I've struggled with forever no longer are an issue at all. Right. And it's like, what? I mean, I, I don't know. It's just mind blowing that these things are actually very easy to fix. It really is wild. And you know, when I was talking to my endocrinologist, um, about this, it was about a uh, six months ago when I saw him, and I was telling him what I was doing because he was very impressed with my results and how I looked and my weight and my blood levels and stuff. Um, and I said, "Do you think this can ever completely go away?" And he said, "No, it's something that can never go away." And I sat in his office and I thought, you're wrong. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, I know that he's the guy who's trained up in this, but I've been told that this is restorative. Yep. And I know that's truth. The medical community won't accept that you can reverse or cure an autoimmune disease. I know, but I'll be so excited when it happens, you guys. I'm going to go in there and he's going to be like, I don't see any sign of this anymore. I don't think you need to be on medication. You don't have these antibodies anymore. And I will be like, yes. You know what I mean? I will be able to stand there and tell him exactly what it, why it is and who did it. You know what I mean? And I think that's going to be amazing in itself. And not to rub it in his face. That's not that's to go not, look at Yahweh. Yes, and how amazing right. This is, is yeah. This isn't to say haha, you're wrong. This is to say look at him and how powerful he is because he here's, can overcome these things. Here's what's interesting about this entire conversation because I've I've seen two sides of it now. So um, Dottie was telling us about how this woman spoke to a body and then it expelled the uh, copperhead uh, poison venom from the body, and so and then on another. In another conversation, we're having that you had this thing going on in your body. And so rather than speaking to it on a quantum level or whatever that is, um, and I didn't mean that to sound rude. I'm sorry if that sounded rude. But uh, the Lord giving you very specific instruction on how to deal with that. And we see that in scripture too. Like, um, you know, the man being told to go dip in the river seven times is different than the Lord just saying – stand up and take your mat is different than the Lord reaching down and spitting and making mud and rubbing on someone's eyes, which is, you know, different than saying to somebody, your sins are forgiven and then healing them so that they can see or whatever it is. And so it's just, it, I think what you were talking about earlier, Christine is really important. Like what is the spirit saying? How's the spirit leading? And then just do what the spirit is showing you to do. If, if you speak to venom and it expels itself from a body, well then, Praise the Lord. And if you're 
saying, okay, Holy Spirit, what do you want me to do? And he says, don't eat potatoes for nine months. You say, <laughs> praise the Lord. Don't eat potatoes <laughs> for nine months. You know, like it's all about doing what the Lord says to do. And, and, you know, that just comes back to discerning and relationship and listening. Yes. Dottie, go ahead. I just have a quick story. Um, James Wrench is a friend of mine and he was out eating dinner with a friend and they both ordered the fish and whatever vegetables. And when the fish came to his, when the plate was placed in front of him, he's never had a problem with fish. God told him don't eat it. So he just was going to eat the potatoes and the vegetables. And so he didn't do it. So his friend ate it instead. His friend was up all night. I can't remember what kind of bacteria it was that's in a fish that you can have in a fish that's whatever it was. Sure. And he said, oh, my goodness, I should not have eaten that. It turned, she, he went to the hospital and they said whatever it was. And so that was just that one time. The next time he could eat fish. Mm-hmm. But hmm. I've never... Even I had never even thought about asking God, can I have, you know, stopping it after I ordered it? That would be really sensitive to the spirit. Yeah. Well, you know, one of the things the Lord told us um, the last time we went to South Africa, and we're getting ready to go in two weeks. And so less than two weeks. I can't even believe it. Anyway, um, yeah. But so we're thinking about this stuff a lot right right now. But anyway, one thing he told us is, uh, I don't know if you're very familiar with witchcraft because I wasn't, and I'm just now even starting to become familiar only because of all the crazy attacks we've been under. But um, the Lord warned us that there would be people who would be trying to poison us. By the way, we're not talking about the church and the people we're ministering to. We're talking about, you know, you're out and about. In a restaurant, it would be served to us whatever. or something. And so he said... To us, you need to be sure to eat from the tree of life every single time you eat a meal, and then it will be good for you. And so we're like, okay, never really thought of that before, but let's do that. And so Mm -hmm. we did, and it was wonderful, totally safe, fine with all the water, you know, all of this. Um, And we had no trouble at all. And later on, actually just... This last week, I found out something um, that's, I guess, commonly known in the South because in the South, there's all sorts of voodoo and stuff, right? Um, Which we don't really deal with here in Kansas ever. (laughs) Well, not ever. Not often. I did have neighbor ones. But anyway, it's not normal. Um, So we don't really know about these things. Um, But one of the things that's very common is they will... Um, uh, it's a little gross, but you know, a woman will put her own blood from, you know, her monthly, um, into the food to make some sort of blood covenant with someone, Hmm. um, to have then basically like a soul tie with them and be able to affect them. And so anyway, that that's very common. And I had no idea that that was a thing. And so anyway, it's really interesting that the Lord warned us about these things with people, mm-hmm. um, even before we were dealing with it, because in Africa, especially where we go, I mean, there's tons of witchcraft there. It's all just tribal witchcraft, but it's all connected and it's all functions very similarly. Right. And so anyway, it's interesting to know these things with, especially as Westerners and in the Midwest for us, you know, we don't deal with that stuff very often. I don't know if you guys do on the East Coast, but um, not very much with us. So, yeah, it's it's interesting. If we'll just pay attention in the spirit, right? The Lord will show us exactly what we need 
to know about these. So and the, when. So the question is, how do you eat from the tree of life? I can tell you how I do. <laughs> do that. It is pretty dang simple. Okay, so <laughs> really, um, all I do is I ask Yeshua to take me to the tree of life. And so I focus in in my imagination, and I ask Yeshua to meet me there. And I ask him to take my hand and take me to the tree of life. And then I see us there. And sometimes I'm led to take a fruit off of it and eat it. Sometimes he gives me the fruit to eat. Sometimes it just, all of a sudden, I'm just watching myself eat. You know, I'm like, uh, it depends on how I'm engaging. Because when I engage the spirit, sometimes I'm kind of third person watching um, by my soul. My mind is just kind of watching what's mm -hmm. happening in the spirit. And other times I feel like I'm actually uh, functioning in the spirit doing it. I don't know if that makes sense. But anyway, that's how I eat from the tree of life. It's not a complicated thing. It's really just asking him to take us there. And if there are times when I'm like not seeing anything, sensing anything, I do it by faith. So basically I ask him to take me. I believe I'm there and I visualize myself eating. And so that's how I eat from the tree of life. And he's made it pretty clear that it's important for me to do every day. I, same mm -hmm. with you, I guess. Yeah. I don't think I even really knew that that was a daily thing that you were supposed to do. But. It is. And it's interesting because I, I do it pretty much exactly the same. <clears throat> it's super simple. I focus on him. I ask Yeshua to take me there. He takes me there. And <clears throat> yep, he might give me a fruit. I might take a fruit. I might just have a fruit in my hand, but I eat it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, you know, I've... What I really like about it is, number one, I always get a different colored fruit. Like every day it's different. Yeah. Sometimes it might be two days in a row I get the same kind of fruit or something, but it's as though he's giving me just what I need. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, exactly so this day you need this, and so I will have this blue fruit, and that day I will have a gold one, etc. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> if I actually concentrate and focus on it, and I don't every day, but if I focus on it when I'm eating it, I will get like actual full feelings in my stomach. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I'm not, that's not a diet thing. That's <laughs> a like, look how fulfilling this is, you know? And it really is pretty wonderful. And I'm really glad that he's prescribed that because it's so good. Mm -hmm. So I actually have an eating from the tree of life story. Yeah. A couple of months ago, I would have sat here and been like, yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know how to do it either. Tell me. But yeah, just the other night we did some engaging and um, I can't remember if you were saying he was leading me there or yeah, I think you, you were saying that you were seeing a path and that the path led to the tree of life and that I needed to allow him to lead me there, that I didn't need to try and find it, um, but I could only go where he led me. And so, you know, kind of that I was first person and I was like seeing in part um, but I saw I saw the Lord's hand come out, and I grabbed it. And then you were saying that you were sensing that I could only see part of it, um, or something like that, and that He was giving me the fruit or something like that. I can't remember. But anyways, I saw His hand. I He took me, and I I couldn't see it. Um, but then all of a sudden this like big honey crisp looking apple thing just kind of like showed up in front of me and it was like the Lord said, 
I'll, I'll bring you here. And I'll, like in, in kind of in my mind, I guess I was thinking to myself, like, I can't see, I don't know how to do this, but I'm going to trust you. And then I saw this big fruit in front of my face and then I just wept because he just said, I'll, I'll do it for you. You know, it's like my daughter says, Hey, can you give me that banana off the counter? And I'm like, yeah, here you go. You know? And it's like, you don't have to strive for it. You don't, you don't have to force it. You know, you let the Lord lead you and he's going to, he's going to do what he's going to do. And it's, it's wonderful. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Cool. Oh, I think there's a question. Does and should taking communion still happen every day? Um, well, I think it depends on what you're led to do personally. So I have noticed for me, um, it used to be something I did every single day, multiple times a day. And now I've noticed I'm not being led to do it as much as I was. I still am, but I think it's because I actually, you know how I said I have him lead me there? Um, that's actually, now that I'm thinking through it, it's a little bit of a half truth. Okay. That's what I used to do was he would lead me there, but now I step into him every time and we just move together. And so, uh, I think because that's how I engage him now, um, I, there's this oneness that he has led us into and it's like a really big deal, I think. Um, but because of that, I've noticed that I'm not doing communion as much unless it's with other people. I do it. Um, but I think it's because, I'm constantly engaging his body and his blood all the time. So this is how I see it. I mean, in fact, I do this for health reasons too. So I will uh, like, okay, for instance, oh, I don't know, last week I got some test results on blood that I was like kind of ticked about. Hmm. Maybe even depressed about, I'll be honest. Both. And it was both. I was both until the Lord like slapped me around a little bit in a nice way and said, <laughs> snap out of it. Anyway, um, yeah, basically, uh, he spoke to my heart saying, well, what are you going to do about it? You know? And so I just felt led to engage um, the different <laughs> organs of Yeshua. So basically, go and step inside of him and and just feel and let his lungs become my lungs let his heart become my heart and just see all of us become one together mm-hmm. instead of it being this i'm separated this is my problem why am i not coming in line with my eternal being and all of these things that happen in my brain um he said no 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 come back because it's this and that's probably why i've been so on one about um this separation theology that everyone has about we're separated from him we're we're here he's there we have to engage even with him i feel like i've been a problem with this separation theology sadly um because you know we're all growing more and more all the time precept upon precept glory to glory right and so i'm all the time learning more and realizing how much of a dummy I've been. And so um, that's kind of how it's been for me. I would always have him lead me. And then one day, well, it's happened many different times in different ways, but 
my whole life, I've kind of been searching for how do I become one with him? Like, what does that even mean? How do I, like, I understand that that's the goal, but I don't know how to get there. And he made it clear it was just so very simple. It was way simpler than I thought. And it's just seeing his hand and my hand come into each other and move with each other and feel each other in one another. And I'm like, oh, I thought it was like some sort of level of intimacy or something. I don't know what I thought, but it was totally easier than I thought it was. Mm -hmm. And so now that's what I engage more. And so actually, even when we go to the Tree of Life, basically, I just... I see myself stepping into him again, which really, even that is some sort of separation theology, like I am separated with him. Um, But I guess I always need my soul to come in line with the truth. And so my mind has to come in line with the spirit. And so it's me saying, actually, no, this is how it is. And so when I see that, then we just are at the tree of life most of the time. Like, it's like, I know that's where I'm supposed to be if that's where I am. So if I don't say, will you take me to my mountain? I'm just focusing and I'll focus on my mountain. I'm there or I'm not there. And he's like, no, that's not where we're supposed to go. And he doesn't even say that. It's just, I know it because we're not there. (laughs) And so it's easier. It's a lot easier than I even thought it was before, Mm -hmm. you know? Dottie was asking about how many bites do you take, Kim? Do you take more than one or do you just keep taking bites when you're eating the fruit? I think fruit? it's like one bite. It's weird. That's what happens with me. It's like, boom. Kind like of. Like just a one big. Are you talking about the tree of life? <clears throat> yeah. Is that oh. what you're talking about? Okay. Yeah. The tree of life. I feel like I take one big bite, but I end up eating it all anyway. Oh, I don't do that. It's weird. I, I don't have multiple bites. I have multiple bites. I don't. And I get messy. It's funny because sometimes I'll see like this big old fruit and I'll be like, and there's all this like juicy craziness and I see a lot of bites. That happens to me. That's so funny. Yeah. I enjoy it. I think I, it's like an experience for me that I really enjoy when we eat like that. But it's funny because I remember one time um, I did that and I felt like completely nourished for the first time in my life. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And it was like, whoa, I didn't even know that was possible. But then he gave me another fruit and it was like, wait, are you sure I should eat this? Because you feel, once you feel completely nourished, it's like, obvious that you don't eat more it's not like here in the earth where you're tempted still to eat more or you're like but that's so good i'll just have some more (coughs) it's like this well that's not what you do you know kind of that seems excessive i know it's very (laughs) funny it's not even like oh no that seems like sin it's just more like well why would you do that you know and so anyway i remember he gave me this other fruit to eat and i was like "Mm." why would i do that and he just said yes to eat it okay so i did and I and then it wasn't nourishing my body. I started getting all this wisdom. And I was like, oh, this is a different fruit for different things. And that was my first experience of understanding that the tree of life was like huh. not just for bodily nourishment. It was for all sorts of different things. And so yeah. I'm glad you said that because I was just about to say that I've different times I've been given different looking fruit. Like I had this really iridescent look like it was diamond encrusted fruit Mm -hmm. 
that I ate and it released this revelation Mm -hmm. when I was expecting it to nourish my body. (laughs) Isn't that funny? So I'm glad that you've had that experience too. We haven't talked about this. So that's, that's helpful. Mm -hmm. And there's different fruit. Uh, different levels of the tree, like the higher up you go, the more kind of intense the fruit is and very specific. <clears throat> like maybe it will be, instead of just revelation, it'll be like revelation on communion or something. I'm making right. that up, but or, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's um, it's kind of like higher level fruit, if you will. And the lower fruit is like nourish your body, you know, <laughs> easy stuff, I guess. And it's really cool though, because you still eat from different parts, but it's, mm-hmm. yeah, moving up. How interesting. Look at where this conversation turned. I know. Tree of life. <laughs> it was good. All right. Well, we have had a great episode. Are you guys good? They Dad, said yes. Dottie's Those were not head, okay. head nods. Yeah. So we do record on uh, our Zoom platform. <laughs> and so we have people join us through video. And uh, if you want to be able to hop on the podcast with us, then become a kingdom builder. Yeah. We would love that. We love it when people join we us. We do. We truly. had like, what, five or six people last time? I don't know. It's just fun. I just love, man, it's the relationship that you start to yeah. to grow with um, when we meet together, when mm-hmm. we see each other, when we communicate <laughs> with each other. It, yeah. It's just something special. And this is it's a true. this is a good format. You know, before Amen. before we turned things on, we were just like, what are we gonna talk about? I don't know. Should we talk about this, that, or the other? And I, I think just asking questions and and letting the Lord lead it is a really good place. I mean, if we come with a word and we come with something obviously the Lord said, do this, mm-hmm. we'll do it. But then also like, hey, we're in relationship and the, the Lord is who he is and does what he does, and so it's good. Yeah, Janine has her hand raised. Go ahead, oh, Janine. Oh, there's a hand raise. <laughs> I just want to say, thank God I showed up tonight. <laughs> it's it, you know, I just thank God I, I'm I got to get the grasp on the health stuff. I cannot wait to get to that level. Praise God. Oh man, You'll just when it. you thought you've heard it all. <laughs> <laughs> We're always coming with surprises, Janine. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you should know that by now. We are full of surprises Thank- and weirdness Amen. to go along with Amen. it. Amen. <laughs> Thanks, Lord. Yes. Well, thank you, ladies, for being on. It yeah, has been thanks. super Good stuff. awesome. Thank you. Should we let wonderfully people- weird? We'll we'll say that adjective to that wonderfully weird. Stuff. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Wonderfully thanks, weird. Should we let people know about some of the stuff that we have going on online with like engaging heaven and beyond limits? Sure. You want to talk about your new class yes, that you're doing? Does. Do. Okay, so I'm super excited about it. about it and I'm excited about it because the Lord led me to do it. And, um, yeah, is it's been good. It's been really good, but, uh, recently started a class called beyond limits And if I can get this statement right, I made it all wordy. A scriptural (laughs) journey into embracing supernatural possibilities. That's right. Boom. And so really it's uh, centered around uh, removing the limits that we've we've placed on God. Ephesians 3.20 talks about uh, to him who's able to do far more or do beyond uh, what we can ask or imagine. And so our wildest imagination still boxes in the possibilities of, of what God can do. And so, uh, just exploring that, really excited about it. So you can go to thesourcewichita.com and scroll down to the Beyond Limits um, image and click that. And there's a class schedule. And so we do it through Zoom. Uh, we're going four weeks. 
And so we'll go through uh, March, I think through the third week of March, and then you'll start your Engaging Heaven class. So what's that it's about? It's true. So um, the Engaging Heaven class is an intro class, so intro to Engaging Heaven. And it's really about... Um, we talk about courts of heaven. We talk about cleansing. We talk about framing your day, about time, about identity. kingdom order, identity. That's a big one. It's my favorite that's one. That's Kim's favorite one. It is. <laughs> um, we talk about so much more. I don't even know. Um, uh, yeah, I can't remember it all, but I'll just tell you, it's something that has been so good for so many people. And it, it just leads them into a different realm of relationship with the Lord. And so um, it's been really wonderful to see so many people all over the world just get freedom and get intimacy and meet people and just all these things that, mm -hmm. you know, you think I'm all alone out here wondering if there's more. And then the Lord says, oh, by the way, here it is. There's more. That's, you know <laughs> what? Wait. I think that's the most amazing thing that I've seen happen since um, we started with Kingdom Builders and with Engaging Heaven and stuff is seeing these people who think that they're these lone wolves. Like they're just out in the wilderness. They're by themselves. The Lord is speaking to them about this stuff. They're He's leading them into this wild and wacky wide world of wonderment. <laughs> <laughs> There's all the W's. <laughs> and they think they're alone in it. And then we have people come and join in these classes and it's so awesome to see that their faces light up to know that they're not the only ones. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? There's a lot of confirmation. There's a lot of relationship. There's a lot of community that happens in this. And so I think it's very valuable if that's where the Lord's leading you. Yeah, for sure. And so how can people find your class? Uh, there are many ways you can do it on the sourcewitchita.com. You mm -hmm. can go find it on Facebook, which is where really most of the action happens because on on Facebook we have a group there where we interact, we post all the charts, we say, hey, um, here's what's happening, that sort of stuff. So you can go to Facebook and join the Intro to Engaging Heaven class so Facebook page. search that in, mm -hmm. the, in the bar? Yep, just put Intro to Engaging Heaven class or something like that and or you can even go and look on my youtube channel so you can look up christine smith engaging heaven you know you'll find actually if you just do christine smith i'll be at the top so you can just look at that and and find my youtube that's where we met janine yay she somehow came across us on youtube and and uh started connecting with us in the spirit first and then on kingdom builders so that's been like fun. tip top yeah that's the best that is the best <laughs> awesome yeah what's well, been fun yes it has been. all right thank you guys we Thanks, love ladies. you very much and to all of you wonderful Thanks. listeners that was fun tonight thank you guys <laughs> you're <laughs> good you're welcome to all of our wonderful listeners we love you let's build this kingdom of heaven on the earth together yes uh, man. amen <laughs> right, bye. Bye, bye 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 guys <laughs>